Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano. Listen, I'm here again with you. It's been a couple minutes since my last podcast, actually, and life has been just so busy, all kinds of stuff going on. But I'm here now because I was inspired by some stuff today. I also want to make sure that I get a good cadence and frequency going with the with the podcast itself. I've got a few guests lined up that I want to bring in, on board and 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 bring into the whole entire fold of this podcast and everybody that listens to it and subscribes to it. And for those that have stuck it out, even though I've taken some hiatuses of like three weeks in between the podcasts or anything like that, I appreciate your support. I love all of you. I appreciate everything that you guys do for me. For the patrons of the show, I think I have 13 or 14 patrons of the show. I'm, I'm, I'm so appreciative of everything that you guys do, where you guys donate to the cause and really keep things moving forward for us to be able to pay for hosting and pay for all the different pieces that come with trying to be able to run a successful podcast. It does cost money, and, and it really does help me to be able to alleviate some of that pressure that I have on that. So if you are interested in becoming a patron of the show, I, I do appreciate it. But uh, if you are interested, I'm going to put the link in the bio of this podcast itself. But then also, you can also go to www.patreon.com slash liquid coffee talk and you can go in there and sign up to become a patron two dollars five dollars ten dollars whatever you want to do a month and then you can also get some tchotchkes in in the meantime for becoming a patron of the show so uh, you know i just wanted to share that with you because sometimes when i go in between episodes sometimes it's weekly sometimes it's a little bit of a distance in between the two of them and some of these patrons have have really stuck with me and continue to push forward. And I've had other people reaching out to me lately going, hey, is there another episode coming? Because I can't wait to the next one that comes out, which is so humbling and amazing when that kind of stuff happens. But uh, I just wanted to share that little insight with you. I know I've been super busy at work and and super busy trying to raise a 16-year-old child. But, um, you know, we got a lot a lot on our, on, on our plate as a family and my plate as a podcaster, social media influencer, and full-time worker. So just wanted to share that with you before we get started with the podcast here today. Okay. So I, I got an email, or it was actually a direct message on Instagram from a friend of mine. And my friend had gone through some of the TikToks that she had been looking through and then also through Instagram and found the story. And many of you know this story, but I want to be able to lean in on it because I think it's really inspirational and something good to talk about. But it's the story of Sylvester Stallone and the movie Rocky. Now, if you know the story, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about here, but I'm going to go ahead and give you a really quick Cliff Notes version of what this whole entire story consists of and what it what it involves, okay? So basically, back in the 70s or so, when Sylvester Stallone had grown up and he had a an illness that had happened that basically paralyzed some of his face where he was picked on and bullied his whole childhood all the way through high school, through everything else, and and uh, really did not lead a very prosperous life and decided he wanted to be able to take some of that energy that he had from the bullying and from all of this different stuff that he was going through and the and the way that he was treated where he wanted to get into uh, weightlifting and, and other things like that and wanted to get into acting. So moved to New York, tried to go for some roles, never got accepted. Nobody ever wanted him because of his droopy face and because of the accent and the way that he looked or those kind of things where people thought it was a joke in all actuality when they were seeing his story or hearing his story. So early stages of Sylvester Stallone is a really tough ride, right? 
So here Sylvester Stallone goes and he decides that uh, on one day on a whim that he's, you know, watching some boxing or watching some different stuff. And I think he went to a Muhammad Ali fight, I think is what it was. And he saw what he had saw in, uh, seen in the Muhammad Ali fight and wrote the script to the first Rocky. Uh, I think it was in three days. Three days he took to write the whole entire script of Rocky and tried to bring it to some people to be able to see if they would want to see what this looks like, right? Wanted to see what um, what they would think of this script that he wrote for Rocky, which is one of the most beloved uh, American films ever. But anyway, you know, he went to these directors and they were like, wow, this is really good. This is, I, I really like this. And uh, we, 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 we love everything about it. And uh, we want to know who you want to play Rocky, and of course, Sylvester Stallone said, I want to play Rocky. I, I, I want to be that person. And so the directors and all the people that were in the powers that be around the film industry that read this script and liked it a lot, looked at him and said, really? <laughs> and they kind of laughed at him and joked at him and said, you know, this isn't, this isn't what we're looking for here, buddy. You're, you're not going to be the guy that's going to be for Rocky. And so Sylvester Stallone said, all right, I'm out of here. See you later. And he walked right out of the meeting and said, that's it. If I'm not going to be able to play Rocky, I, I don't want anybody else to. So then these people in the film industry came back to him. And at the time, they offered him an equivalency of, oh, they, they offered him 360, I think it's 360 or $365,000, which in today's generation, in today's society, would be about $1.5 million or $2 million at, the, at this time, you know, with inflation and everything else back then, that was a large sum of money. So, of course, it made him think about it, but he uh, he legitimately said, if I'm not going to play the role of Rocky, I'm not going to do it. And that's the way it's going to be. So, you know, they really were throwing stuff at him to be able to do so. And here you go. And uh, he walked away from it. And outside of the fact that he was homeless, outside of the fact that he had to give up his dog because he couldn't afford dog food for the dog, but wanted to do the best interest of the dog, was living in like cars and boxes and whatever else that he had to do, he could have really used that $360,000. But he believed in himself and he believed in the things that he was doing, so he refused. He said, nope, I'm all set. I'm, I'm good to go. So then they came back to him after a period of time and they said to him, okay, you know what? We're going to let you play Rocky. We're going to give you a real minimal budget overall for the film for like a million dollars or whatever it is to be able to create this thing and be able to do what you have to do. But here you go. So they put the movie together. They got uh, Sylvester Stallone in it. He went through the whole entire rigmarole of, of, of trying to be able to, you know, put the whole thing together and any fundraising or whatever else that was going on. So they finally got a product that they put out and they went to this like film festival and they wanted to show it there with all these big wigs and these tycoons and all these Hollywood people that were all sitting in the theater and they're all looking at this thing. And Stallone said he's sitting there in the in the in the preview and they're all watching it and the movie's over and the entire movie people were silent. It was like dead sound. You could hear a pin drop and they all walked out and to the, like took off. And so he sat in the theater going, oh, my goodness, I, I, it just bombed. I, I could not believe it. I believed in what I was doing here. I love what I did. But man, and I guess when he, when he left the theater, he walked out into the lobby and got a standing roaring ovation. And the next thing you know, the movie itself was was put out on the big screen on the big cinemas and, and got like nine Oscars or six Oscars or whatever it was, best film and all kinds of stuff. And to this day, Rocky franchise has made like $1.4 billion worth of sales and, and merchandise and everything else. So here's what I want to talk about. So that story, as they sent it over to me, I knew all about the story. I'd, re I'd read about it and I was inspired by it before, but I was super inspired by it today. And here's the reason why. 
If you look at the whole scenario of what Sylvester Stallone went through when he was trying to go through and be able to write this movie and script it for himself because that's the only way that he would imagine that that movie being was with him in it. Now, I know that anybody that watched Rocky or anybody that has seen Rocky, especially around my age, who's seen pretty much all of them and and know the Rocky whole franchise and know that Sylvester Stallone is not the best actor in the world, but guess what? He's the best Rocky in the world. He's the best guy that played that part. So his gut instinct and the way that he was imagining the way that that was going to go is exactly what was meant to be because it literally was meant to be. I can't picture anybody else being in the role of Rocky. I mean, at the time, you could have put anybody in there like Robert Redford. Or you could have put a uh, uh, Robert De Niro or you could have put anybody in the role to be able to do so. But nobody would have played it like like Sylvester Stallone. Nobody would play that gritty, that grungy feel to it with a big heart and a, and a, and a, and a work ethic like you wouldn't believe and, and believed in himself and all those things, right? So the whole theme of Rocky is all about small town, small feel, going and making it big and doing the things that, they, that everybody in the world tells you that you really can't do. So I'm going to tie this back to us, to you who's listening to this podcast, to myself who's speaking into this microphone. This is a story that I believe that we all can relate to. Every one of us have been down the road of trying to be able to do something that maybe makes you uncomfortable or trying to do something that you're forced to do in times of tumultuous you know, situations or you know, lack of fi- finances or whatever. And we've all been down that road of, of trying to wonder where we're gonna get our next dollar or penny or whatever else. And we're trying to be able to continue to push forward. But we also have dreams and we have aspirations and we have things that we wanna accomplish and things that we wanna do with our lives and all these things. And a lot of times what happens is just like with Sylvester Stallone, you meet all these obstacles coming your way. When you talk about the dreams and aspirations that you wanna be able to accomplish. Yeah, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people that on TikTok and different social media influences that are artists. Now, artists have one of the toughest thing times in the world because art is relative, right? It all depends on if you hit the right market or you get to the right place or you have the right person see your art or your products. But a lot of times art is just about creativity, putting it out on, on canvas and then trying to be able to sell or move things forward or whatever, or just doing it for the heart of it, right? But a lot of artists don't get the ability to be able to sell their product or live off their product because it's not a very fruitful or profitable business model or business plan unless you, like I said, met the right people or you stumble upon the right person to be able to say, I'll give you large sums of money for your product. But art is something that people believe in. Art is something that people know that their passion is right there, even if they're not the greatest artists in the whole entire world, but their passion and their energy and the things that they're putting into it and the things that they love to do and the outlet that they have and they're talented at it and they put the, they push things forward and be able to do it. But how many times in an artist's life does an artist hear, you shouldn't charge that much money for that because it's way too overpriced for that? Or how many times did you hear, that's not a very, like, there's no longevity to that. You're gonna go nowhere being an artist. Like, why are you trying to be able to make it in the art world when you know and I know on how difficult it is. So why are you going down that road and why don't you go down the road what normal people will do, right? Artists hear all these things. Even me with my digital art that I do on social media that I might sell for a really low price just because I want to be able to put money into the pot to give back to the communities. But on the same token, I've heard from people that say to me, hey, how about I give, how about, uh, I give you a shout out and you do that free for me? Or 
are you actually charge money for those? It's really beautiful and it's really awesome. But I wouldn't think you charge money if I if I use it and use it as a profile picture. Or I use the avatar that you make for me for whatever reasons, et cetera, et cetera. And so that really degrades the 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 process and the outpouring and not the outpouring, but the overall creativity process of where you're really trying to be able to bring things forward and, and showcase your items and, and those kind of things. Now, this is only the world of art, right? So I, I, I'm only relating to that story because this is something that I personally have gone through in the you know most recent times outside of the fact of I lose a job that I've been doing for 16 years and, and I'm an area manager for a corporate franchise or a corporate uh, business and I lose that job and then I'm kind of wondering what's next what do I do next how, where do I go how do I afford to put food on my kids table and 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 uh, you know be able to afford mortgage and be able to do it at one time we were a one income household and all those things right but then people come in with their opinions of you don't need to do artwork you don't need to do social media influencing you don't need to do all that stuff because like, that doesn't pay you that's not going to give pay you the bills for you what you need to do is do what everybody else does and go out and work a hard day's job and do what you have to do working five days a week and whatever else. So we, at the end of the day, are sitting back looking at ourselves going, okay, you know, uh, how am I going to achieve the goals and aspirations that I want to be able to achieve if I have nobody that believes in it around me? I have all these doubters and these people that look at me and say, no, that's not the direction it needs to go in. And it really starts to weigh you down because then you think you have to fall into this, this niche or this this place where people feel that their opinions matter and they feel like if I'm going to come to you and tell you, you need to do the following, that you should do the, what I tell you to do because I'm esteemed and I know exactly what's going on and I'm experienced and I know a hundred percent of what's going on in the world and you need to follow what I say to you, right? Instead of going, Hey, you know what? If that's a passion of yours and you love doing it and you're obviously good at it, keep going, keep fighting, keep trying, keep on plugging. Most of us don't have those types of people in our lives, just like Sylvester Sloan didn't have any of those people in his life when he wrote that, that script. And people were like, yeah, okay, great script. This is amazing. But you're not going to be the actor. You're not meant to be that guy. You're ugly. You've got a, you got a droopy face. You got, you're not a great actor. you got all these different uh, things, speech impediments and everything else. And you think you're going to be the lead role? I don't think so. Well, he didn't stop believing in himself because he knew that that was the right direction to go in. But how many of us stop believing in ourselves and the dreams that we're trying to be able to accomplish based on some feedback that we might get, some roadblocks that we might get in front of, some hurdles that we have to overcome just based on the fact that we're trying to be able to achieve things that we're passionate about and trying to be able to achieve things that we love to do and things that we that society may say is not a right direction to move in, but we say it's the right direction for me to move in because I believe in it. And I really, really truly feel like this is my calling or whatever else that's there against the grain of what society tells you. How many of us have put those things on hold just based on the fact that it's not the society norm. It's not the, the way that we're supposed to do it. The quote unquote, picture-perfect, cookie-cutter way to be able to approach our dreams and our aspirations. And all these people give these opinions to us, and it starts to break us down. We then start to use those things that people say to us as our worth. And that's unacceptable. Nobody else out there should be telling us what our worth is except for ourselves. Nobody else should be telling us what direction we need to move in or the things that we need to do, even if we have loved ones that want to tell us from coming from a quote unquote good place. And I'm just trying to look out for your interests and whatever else. How about just support 
those that you love and that you're around based on the fact that they love doing what they're doing. Is, is that is it that difficult to do that? Because obviously it must be. Because there's not a lot of people that actually support another person just based on the fact that they want to be able to do something that is against societal norms and against the fact that it may go against your opinion or go against your religion or go against whatever else that's there. You have an opinion that's based on it. You know, it's interesting because the dynamic and climate that we're in right now, everybody has an opinion. And I'm going to say this because this is an old phrase that my dad used. And so it's got a little bit of uh, edginess to it. But I'm going to say it because it, it's really fitting for this, uh, this, this situation. When you're looking to other people to support you, but instead they give you opinions. And they give you views. And they give you, uh, not encouragement, but advice. And they tell you, you shouldn't do that because of the following. Or you shouldn't do that because of the following. Instead, everybody in the world has opinions, Right? And opinions are just like assholes. And the problem with that is, is that opinions and assholes are very similar to each other because assholes stink and so do opinions. At the end of the day, do what you're going to do because you love to do it. Do what you want to do because you're passionate about it. Do what you want to do because we live a short ass life here on this earth right now and we're not here very long. We're not here very long. We got a short window to be able to capture and do the things that we want to do in life instead of hemming and hawing and not doing it because of what other people's opinions are and other people's values are or what your friends might tell you or what your family might tell you, what your church might tell you or what all these things. At the end of the day, there's only one you and if you're not achieving some of the things that you know you can do and you're passionate about, then that's on you. I can't blame it on anybody else, even though the rest of society might be telling me, no, 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 no. But at the end of the day, be more like Sylvester Stallone and take the risk and chance to understand that this is my dream, this is my aspiration, and understand that things may be dangled in front of me to go a certain direction of what society feels that I need to do, but instead, I stand up for me I stand up for myself and those that I love. I go against the grain of what people think and what society tells me is normal. I go against the grain of what people will say, this is the path to success. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people that will give you opinions, including myself, that will tell you, hey, try this or try that or give you tips and pointers. But that's a whole lot different than telling you you shouldn't do this because there's no hope for that. Or you shouldn't do this because you'll never make money with that. You'll never be successful with that or whatever. Instead, a tip and pointer might be, hey, you know, you're really passionate about that. So how can I help out with that? Let's take a look at different avenues of the ways to make you successful with that. Listen, I have a podcast that I do here. Do I make money off it outside of Patreon? I have 13 patrons that donate about $70 a month, which is amazing, and, and I'm blessed because of it, right? $70 a month. That's how much money I make off the podcast, Right for the podcast itself, $70 a month. So I love podcasting. I love getting on the microphone. I love helping other people. I love having individuals give me feedback and and send me emails or post 
or repost the, the, the post that I might put out for the podcast or share with their friends or their family or tell me stories about how my, my, my podcast saved their life or you know gave them the right direction to be able to move in, whatever it is. I love this industry. I love everything about podcasting, but podcasting is difficult because there are so many podcasts that are out there. And if you're not marketed the right way or you're not hiring the right people or you're not in the right moment to catch that surge, podcasting can be very difficult and it goes away. But I'm not giving up. I continue to push forward. I keep. I continue to keep on diving in to go for my dreams and my aspirations to continue forward. Everybody always asks me, "Are you ever been in radio? Because your voice is great, or those kind of things. You're in, you're on social media. You know, how come you're not touring? How come you're not going around and those kind of things?" And I say, "Listen, I really want to focus around the podcast and helping other people, but also to help myself and to continue to things to move forward and continue to believe in the dream that one day I might be super successful. And if I could do podcasting for a living and not have to do all this other stuff where I have to grind five, six, seven days a week and do everything I have to do. That's what I want to do. And I'm going to continue to push forward. But how many people do you think tell me all the time there's no future in podcasting? There's too many podcasts. Listen, I know it's difficult. I know it's not It's not going to be an easy road for me to get to where I have to get to. And I also know that I have to have patience. But if I don't put my foot forward and I don't continue to try and I don't continue to believe in myself to go for my dreams and go for my aspirations and continue to go for it and continue to move forward, I will regret for the rest of my life that I didn't do it. And so will you. Don't let other people tell you something against the grain of what you really want to be able to do and accomplish in life. If you want to be a writer, start writing and don't listen to what other people tell you about the negative side of writing or the negative side of publishing or the negative side of, you know, there's no, there's no hope in that unless your name is John Patterson or Stephen King or whatever else. If you want to be a, a, an actor, keep going. Go for it. Like, like Sylvester Sloan, move to New York. Even if you're told no, 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 over and over and over again, that one yes could be a huge benefit to you. So keep going. If it's your dreams and your aspirations to achieve certain things in life, do not let other people in your life, including family, tell you that you're wrong for thinking that way. If they want to give you tips, like I said before, and they want to help you and give you some advice on how to get there and do things that you have to do or help you along the way, or maybe they want to work with you and say, hey, how can I help? Why don't you try reading that script to me? Or if you want to be a marathon runner, why don't I be your timer? Or why don't I go on the course where you're at and I'll support you and I'll cheer for you at the finish line? Or if you want to be a professional basketball player, great. I'll be there to be able to hand you the balls for you to be able to continue to practice and, and do whatever you have to do. You see where I'm going with this. If you have people in your life that will support you in those dreams, then great. Keep them there and and lean in on those folks because they are in it for the right reasons. They, they're not giving you opinions that stink. They're giving you opinions and maybe some advice to help you to achieve the things that you want to and not negate you and push you away from it. Even if you disagree with it from the heart of hearts, let's say you're part of that, that support system for somebody else and they want to be an Iron Man right? And they weigh 350 pounds. You know that they're a big person. You know that they really can't even go 500 feet without getting winded. You know all these things, right? Internally. But instead of being the person that goes, no, you can't, you don't, don't set your dreams too high and, and start to dash them and douse them and be able to tell them that they can't achieve those things. How about being the person that says, I'm going to be with you step by step and we're going to do this together. 
or I'm going to be your number one coach. I'm going to be your supporter. I'm going to be there for you in case you need to call me to vent and cry it out and do what you have to do. Those are the kind of people that you need to surround yourself with in this place that we call life, in this place that we are trying to just do the things that we're passionate about doing and live the dreams that we're trying to live. I had a conversation today with one of my coworkers, and she was telling me a little bit about what she has at home. She has a lot of different tools. She does a lot of the arts and crafts. And we talked about Hobby Lobby and some of these other places that she likes to go to. And And what I told her was, I said, I'm just starting to dabble in the space of doing some custom kicks, some sneakers. And she's like, well, tell me more about that. I said, yeah, you know, so I, I, I went to Goodwill and got some, you know, used, but, you know, fairly new white sneakers. And I just want to start to do some artwork on them, doing some drip designs on them, some colors, some different themes on it, whatever. She's like, well, are you going to, are you going to design them and then send them out for somebody else to do? What are you doing at all? I said, I do it all because my dream is that I'm self-made and I'm going to be able to do things that I want to do within the space that I want to be in that involves art, that involves podcasting, that involves audio, that involves voiceovers, that involves all these things. And I said, I'm a grinder and I've got my fish, my uh, fingers in a lot of pots and I'm continuing to push forward because I know what people think about all that stuff. They're like, there's no future in that. I get that. I understand that there's no retirement and there's no 401k in that. There's no any of that. And I get all that. I really do. I understand it. But if I don't do it, and I don't go down the road of trying to be able to achieve some of these things that I'm passionate about and I want to continue to move forward with, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my days that I didn't try. I didn't put my foot forward. I didn't set a good example for my kid to continue to try to achieve their dreams and aspirations. I didn't set a good example for myself to understand that I just gave up on something because of some negative naysayer that might look at me and say, yeah, no, that's not going to work, right? I didn't overcome adversity just based on the fact of one bump in the road without knowing that there's going to be many, many bumps in the road as I'm going along in this journey. And I'm trying to achieve my dreams and my aspirations, but I can't do that without the understanding that there's going to be bumps in the road and there's going to be negative moments and there's going to be negative influences and there's going to be naysayers and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to look at me and say, Art, there's nothing in art. Podcasting, you have to be one in a million. You have to be uh, like top shelf whatever and have the greatest marketing scheme ever to get past some of these big, big names that are in podcasting now. You think I don't know that? You think I don't know what the, the, the obstacles may be? But if I don't try and I don't continue to push forward, I'm gonna regret it. And I don't wanna live in regret. I wanna live my life Fully. Sylvester Stallone wanted to live his life achieving the dream that he wanted to achieve, to be, be an actor in a movie, in a script that he wrote, that it was a big hit, and now $1.4 billion later, the franchise that has made that much money literally is his baby. It literally was the dream that he had, the aspiration that he had, and no one in their right mind out there ever can imagine anybody else but Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky, right? Can you imagine anybody else playing it? Can you imagine Mel Gibson being Rocky? No. Can you imagine, I'm trying to think of actors back then, of course, you know, Robert Redford being Rocky? No. I, it's, it was meant to be because Sylvester Sloan believed in it. And it was meant to be against the grain of a lot of other people that did not want that path to go that direction, that had their opinions about that, that all stunk. 
and he stuck to his guns and he continued to push forward. So if any learning that we can get from the Sylvester Stallone story in Rocky is don't lose sight of your dreams and your aspirations. Don't lose sight of it with the fact that life can get busy and you can get all these things down the road. Like, like I opened this whole podcast with the fact that I haven't done a podcast in you know almost a month. And I felt bad about that, but I'm still coming back to the microphone because it's my dream. It's my aspiration. I want to continue to do it. Yeah, life gets in the way sometimes, but I'm going to keep pushing forward and I'm going to keep going because if I can help one person that's out there, that achieves part of my goal. And when I get 500 to 1,000 to 1,500 listens on each one of the episodes within the first 30 days, those are big numbers. Those are numbers in the podcasting world that puts me at a higher percentage. But then I start to beat myself up going, oh, man, I'm not really getting the millions of things and I'm not really working. Who cares? You are making impacts. You're moving things forward. You're saving lives you're helping other people your your people look to your advice so they look to the thing your storytelling and those kind of things you bring interviews with people that are inspirational that you know could inspire somebody to do great things or be able to move things forward all these things are all things that you have to prepare yourself mentally that this is the space that you have to play in in your head don't let anybody tell you that you can't accomplish something More specifically, don't let yourself tell yourself that you can't accomplish something. Because at the end of the day, our worst critics a lot of times is us. Because self-doubt creeps in. And negativity creeps in. And human nature creeps in. And the next thing you know, we're looking at ourselves going, you know, there really isn't any kind of, you know, path to success at this, isn't it? Instead of, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep on going. And even if I don't make the huge success that's there, but I've had many people email me and many people do different things to be able to say, hey, Shane, you know what? I really enjoyed your podcast yesterday. It really got me thinking. It got me in the right frame of mind. I'm pushing forward. You tell me to keep believing in myself, so I'm going to keep going. I I got a new job based on the fact that I took a risk or whatever, like all the different stories that I've heard from patrons and from people that just listen to the podcast itself is amazing to me. And that in and of itself, outside of the major paychecks and, and, and big million dollars that people get for different podcasts, that at the end of the day is what matters to me. And that's part of my journey. And that's where I want to be. So I'm not going to let anybody tell me that there's no, there's no potential here or there's no future here because I'm already living that future. And you should too. If you have a passion or something you really want to accomplish, go for it. If you believe in it and it makes you happy and you're passionate about it, do it now. Take chances and take risks to get there because you never know what tomorrow will bring. And if you don't take the risk to be able to do the things that you want to accomplish now, you probably won't do it tomorrow and you probably won't do it the next day. And the next thing you know, you're regretting at the end of your life, why didn't I try to be able to accomplish those things that I wanted to be able to accomplish? Don't live your life in regret. Live your life fulfilled and live your life to be happy and live your life going for your dreams, going for your aspirations and being the person that you're truly, truly meant to be. Does that make sense? Because it makes sense to me. We're going to do this together. I appreciate you guys so much and we'll talk soon. Have a great day. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.